All right, now we can start the actual conversation. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> when was the last time you played D&D, Josh? It's been a minute. And I think part of that is that... I thought you were playing with uh, Caleb. Caleb. Caleb's group? Balder. No. I'm not playing with their... I mean, I, I've been invited to play with your group, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I appreciate and plan to join at some point. It's yeah. just... It hasn't been an opportunity yet. And it, it's one of those... Sometimes when when you've got such a busy week, you have like a free day, and you're like, you know what? I really prefer to intentionally that. not yeah. plan anything for yeah. this day. So yeah, it's been I get a lot that. Of those, but um, um, we we did a I, session last night that I had a real fun time running. I saw I, I saw everybody <laughs> in the Discord, and I was tempted to like pop in just to eavesdrop for a little bit, but I was like, eh, I don't want to like mess with the flow or anything. <laughs> yeah. you're, so. you're always welcome to do that. Like okay. if you just want to pop in and just like hang sure. out for a minute, then you're, well, you're I, it, like not hang out, but like I, listen. You, you know what I mean? Though. I don't want to interrupt what's going on, but. I think a part of it is also that the past several role-playing games, because I tend to lump all of the tabletop role-playing games into the category of D&D, yeah, even sure. though they're not. They're, there's plenty of very different ones. Sure, sure. But they all go together. Like, D&D is equivalent to tabletop role-playing as far as my vernacular goes. Yeah, right? sure, yeah. And the past several tabletop role-playing games that I've played have been in different settings where, you know, with a little sci-fi setting or this, mm, is, yeah. this over here. And I... I have found through years of playing different ones that I tend to just prefer kind of your like original yeah. like, fantasy fantasy yeah, I can D&D, into, Lord of the Rings style yeah, setting. I get that. I can gig into sci-fi and stuff, but it definitely does not hit the same spot that a standard fantasy setting right. does. And it, and it also doesn't have the same staying power as far as like me being engaged in and yeah. entertained and wanting to spend the time doing it. Yeah, either, that so. makes sense. You know what else is not entertaining <laughs> or engaging at all? It's this movie. Speaking of which, <laughs> hi, I'm Josh. I'm an analyst here in Nashville, and oh, I forgot Jeremy Irons is in this. The movie. only good part of this movie, yeah, he's in this. Mm, be prepared. <laughs> yeah, Does be prepared for that? his ham, <laughs> ham, uh, no, uh, ham nuts, hammy, hammy performance. That's what I was trying be to get to. For his ham nuts. Did, did you guess <laughs> ham nuts? Yeah, you've never had ham nuts. <laughs> I, oh, Rick, and I both allergic to pork. We can't do ham. Yeah. Well, I'm we, allergic we, to we nuts. Have, we have to do turkey nuts. <laughs> I'm allergic to nuts, so I have to have <laughs> ham nuts. We went to India. Easter uh, lunch this week and yeah. they had only ham as the like mm-hmm. protein Gross. there and I was so sad <laughs> I was just I sitting there like ham. my oh. mom my mom so my mom always does an Easter ham mm. and this year specifically for me which I thought was very sweet and mm-hmm. unnecessary because I had already planned on like bringing my own protein sure sure I'm like I'm gonna bring like some chicken or yeah, something yeah yeah uh, but she did a roast lamb oh this. that's awesome I should rephrase she didn't like do a lamb on the spit kind of <laughs> yeah. like she had like a lamb loin that right she did. right did you get to pick them out of the tank with like the, the little rubber bands on their horns and hooves and shit <laughs> yeah. yeah that's right <laughs> oh gosh uh it, it turned out really good i've i've never been a fan of lamb but the way she did it this time it was really tasty only nice. lamb i've ever had is in like gyros and it's all right yeah i, I like lamb in, in like a gyro that's the hero gyro 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 there's like i know zero, there's no gut or just sound mm. speaking of heroes hi i'm josh <laughs> and i'm restarting the intro <laughs> okay that's fair. Rick, your turn! I'm Rick Fox. I am an author here in Nashville, and I have weird little brain parasites that come out of my ears. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville, and I have a really annoying hat. And we're opinionated. And 
tonight we're watching Dungeons and Dragons. And no, yeah, this is the 2000 version of this movie. We're excited for the new one that's coming out. It's like Honor Among Thieves or something. Something like that, yeah. The Chris Pine one that's coming out. But we figured we should go watch something really shitty leading up to it. Yeah. So we're watching Dungeons and Dragons. It came out in 2000. It has a... 10% 10% on Oof. Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. They'd be generous, honestly. <laughs> it was written by Topper Lillen and Carol Cartwright. That's and weird. They usually have a really good list of movies. <laughs> that they've of course. And directed by Courtney Solomon. It stars Justin Whalen, Jeremy Irons, Zoe McClellan, Marlon Wayans, and many others. Profion, a tyrant, attempts to overthrow a peaceful kingdom ruled by a tough empress. You will notice about that, uh, none of the main characters are mentioned in any way. Profion is the bad guy. He's Jeremy Irons. That's the reason that he's the only person what? mentioned by name in it's that. He's kind of the best. <laughs> it's, it, no, no. He is by far the best. And he's not good. He's just fun. Question for you guys. Have yes. either of you seen this before? I saw it at his house. I, I you have, guys have seen it. Okay. This, yeah. this was 2000s for you know our younger listeners. 2000s was a time when fantasy did not get good movies. It didn't get budgets. Back there, then they couldn't do like good movies like they like have now. Dragonheart and stuff. Well, yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't like strictly a Dungeons and Dragons type fan. It wasn't high fantasy. Like the the first thing that really made that work in my opinion is Lord, Lord of the Rings. Of Rings. Well, like, Lord of the Rings pulled that out of the fire and sure. people have been chasing that since then and I think we're only now getting to the point where technology is at a stage where you can do like a really good fantasy movie, which is why I'm kind of excited for next week. Listen, but listen, when this first came out, nerd was still pejorative. Exactly. Okay. It mm-hmm. was not like, a, oh, me and my friend, we're a bunch of nerds. They it was not- like, no, you don't label yourself that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and D and D, especially, there, like there wasn't a critical role or a dimension <laughs> yeah. point. Like no. there weren't the cool D and D players. There were still Satanists and shit. <laughs> well, that was the reputation. Yeah. yeah that's it was what either I mean. that or you knew who actual D and D players were, which was crusty people in their basement. Yeah. And this movie did nothing to help that no. reputation. No, it did not. I saw this movie. I did not see it when it came out. Okay. But when okay. I was. Uh, in college at some point. Okay, so like um, 10 years later. Sure, about 10 years after this movie came out, uh, I got really, really sick. Mm. Um, and not like life-threateningly <laughs> sick, but can't get up out of my bed and do anything. Well, and that's just it. from watching the movie. But <laughs> I don't remember what I had. It was something with like my breathing. I get chronic bronchitis. It may mm. have been like just a really bad case yeah. of that yeah. at some point. But I was bedridden and kind of delirious from the medicine that I was on and <laughs> yeah. the lack of oxygen getting to my brain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I decided I just needed something to watch and so I just watched a crap ton of movies and it was on one of those like myvideos.tv.org or something <laughs> yeah. where you'd go and it was just like a bunch of free movies and, then <laughs> and, and viruses week, and, and a week later it would be delisted but they you'd find like the replacement version that had a one at yeah. the end of it or something exactly, and so I yeah. watched a I watched a bunch of Wes Anderson movies Oof. and I had a good time with it <laughs> and I watched all of the D&D movies that had come out <laughs> up to that point so two and had them. a good time with it. Really? Okay. Because I was I very sick and high on my medicine. Hmm. So I know that it's a shitty movie, but my previous experience of this, it, like, I've watched it, and I remember bits and pieces, but not the whole thing. <laughs> and, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I mostly remember just 
having a good laugh at how yeah. shitty the special effects looked. Did they, you guys see yeah. Aragorn? Aragorn? I, oh Aragorn. god, yeah, you know, it's Aragorn. Yeah. Was the villain in that? No, I'm think. No, it was another. It was um oh uh, John Malkovich was the villain in that one. Like at least he was the was his power was the, flying knives. Maybe or was There's, that this so, this like the sword of the seeker or something? I remember a movie where the villain's power was flying knives, and for hmm. some reason that was really strong, even though magic is like. His magic was that he could, right. was just really good at summoning flying knives, apparently. If you know what Brian's talking about, come to our Twitter at OpinionCast and tell us. I'm thinking it's the Sword of the Seeker. Or, the or sword, our Discord. The, and come the Seeking the Sword of the Seeker? No, the, the Seeker is... Oh, my God. I, okay, so Legend I had to, of the Seeker? Uh, might be the... I might, no, Legend of the Seeker is different. I'm thinking of a different, of a specific thing, and it's one that I had to read in college for a class that was specifically about like YA fiction, and it is one of the worst books I have ever read in my entire life. It was a and fucking tragedy. And it was tragedy. Sword of the Seeker? I think that's the one, yeah. I'd have to look it up. I had a friend in college that was really into that stuff either that or it was like the dark right the dark is rising something like that the darkness rising maybe that's the name of again it. if you know come <laughs> tell, tell us on twitter or our discord yeah because this is the, because you trying to remember a book not like a book title is not entertaining podcast <laughs> i remember as much of that as i remember of this movie i remember <laughs> which is jack Shit. i remember the thief character had a stupid hat and that's I, all i know I, I think you're thinking of way uh what is it marlon wayne's um i think you're thinking of yeah. him because there's two thief characters there is a wizard there's a dwarf and there's like a, a ranger lady well, let's, I did let's not remember there let's get into the characters once we get in and watch it i'm excited to go see it it's been a very long time for all of us <laughs> i'm excited <laughs> and, to talk about seeing it <laughs> and this movie has no like it it did not exist well, and it certainly hasn't aged well. Well, because that was, it was back in a time when we were allowed to forget. Yeah, Whereas that's now, true. never forget. <laughs> it would be memed to death if it came out today. It's, that's right. It's definitely true. Uh, before we get out there, just a reminder that if you enjoy the podcast and want to help support us, you can do so on Patreon. It's that Patreon. You already have, because if they're listening to this, they, they have. Sheesh. Fine. <laughs> well, no. Just I mean, a to reminder be, that to if be you fair. enjoy the podcast and want to help support us, you can join our Discord, <laughs> uh, which there's a link in the description and also in our Twitter bio. Come hang out. Uh, we've had some fans come and join us already. It's been nice. Uh, yeah. We mostly just kind of shit post and yeah. post memes and stuff to each other. But we've also got like a spot for movie suggestions mm -hmm. and we'll chat with you and it's we have a good time. So yeah. check that out. Uh, you know, like I said, it's in the description. Guys, we'll be back in just a minute after we're finished watching the old shitty D&D. <laughs> <laughs> The child is not fit to govern an empire. The forces of darkness. You can control dragons. With the dragon army at my command, I can crush the Empress. This has got to be some twisted magic experiment gone seriously wrong. Have threatened to conquer a kingdom. What can I do to stop Profion? If you can obtain the Rod of Savril, you could control red dragons. I suggest we lay low, let the whole thing blow over, come back, rob everybody. There, there's one small problem. Problem? I kind of committed us to find it. Let their blood rain from Trust me. Cold among the time. Okay. It is cold. I'm about as nipply as that chest plate was. I'm in front of the heat if you want this blanket. I'll be alright. I'll tough through it. Courtney Solomon. 
uh, is the guy who directed this movie and produced Wait, it. Wait, is Courtney Isn't Solomon? Courtney a girl's name? <laughs> so one of the first things that it says in his uh, Wikipedia article is... He committed suicide after <laughs> writing this movie. After everyone not, was so no. mean to him. Um, in 2000, at age 29, he produced and directed the critically panned Dungeons & Dragons film. That is like what wait, the wait, little wait, top wait, wait, section wait, wait. of yeah. his... Critically his, panned? I've never heard that... Yeah, uh, word before. Yeah, it, pan, just it just bad. means like everyone hates it. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and it, the next part of his thing, the very next sentence under life and career. At 19, he formed Sweet Pea Entertainment to acquire the film rights to Dungeons and Dragons. So for 10 years, he tried to make this movie, and this is what it came out although, to be. That is although how your that, first movie goes. Pulling it that, off, t- like, that yeah. tells me that this is someone, like, I don't see someone putting that much effort into trying to make a D&D movie if mm-hmm. they weren't. A very hardcore D&D fan. Yes. Unfortunately, that did not translate into a good storyteller. Now, listen, listen. We said while we were in there watching it that there's two ways of viewing this movie while you're while you're watching it. <laughs> Drunk or the, sober. No, <laughs> uh, well, the first is, man, this is a shitty movie. And <laughs> which, this is written really badly. Which is true. <laughs> yes. The second is... I'm just going to like inhale my copium and say, <laughs> oh, all of these people are talking and acting the uh, as shitty as they are because they're all like player characters yeah. and all the NPCs in the story are all, oh, that's just like the shitty improv that the DM is having to come up with, <laughs> yeah. really come up with on the spot. Would, like- Pointing out this one nameless person in the the tavern and go and talk to them for forty. The DM minutes. forgot that he gave the Empress an accent, and so the next time he <laughs> met her, it was totally different. <laughs> These characters didn't show up, so they're just not going to do anything this yeah, session. Yeah, that was ninety percent of the campaign. <laughs> yeah. Is that like everyone except for Ridley? Ridley's the only of, one who came every he day. He looks like a B tier. Uh, who who's who was the guy in the new Star Trek movies? The new Star uh, Chris Pine. Yeah, he who's going to be in the yeah, yeah, yeah. he is effectively just a lower tier Chris Pine. A non prestige class okay. Chris Pine. No, no, no. See, here's the thing. There's the joke of like uh Mom, I want Chris Pine. We have, have Chris, Chris Pine, Pine at, at home. home. No, Chris this Pine is the home. guy that they had that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had this at home, but this is the off brand of the off brand of the off brand for that yeah. guy. Listen, you we have to be at- we have to be generous and say that... I do not. No, I'm not saying that we have to. I'm saying to really enjoy it, we kind of have to be generous and, and give ourselves that own little headcanon about why everything's so shitty. Yeah. Um, That's what I thought it was at the very end. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil this. When, when it showed them in the graveyard and he looked like he was wearing a leather jacket, I'm like, they were playing a campaign and he was like the cool guy who showed up and like, man, that was a good campaign, guys. We fucking did. Man, this movie would be so much funnier to me if they just did that. Like at the end, it was just like the reason that they killed off their friend Snails is that he died in real life. Yeah, he died of cancer. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, what a what a fun note to end the movie on. (laughs) That would be that would at least give it some punch to it. Like if like, (laughs) nah. See, I okay because I think that would be a very funny version of a D&D movie. Sure. But in order for that to work, they, they have to have succeeded with the D&D extended universe, right? Right, yeah. right. They have to have enough regular Iron Man, Captain America, Thor <laughs> movies before they can get to the goofy, like, Deadpool and right. Ant-Man, yeah, yeah. like, the funny, goofy ones, right? <laughs> and so for D&D to get to the point where, oh, the last third of the... Like, where where the, the adventure is sporadically interrupted with, yeah. like... 
at the table drama or like (laughs) the story just grinds to a halt because someone had to get up and get some Cheetos from the kitchen. (laughs) Okay, what I really want now is I want a version of Cloud Atlas, right? Where you've got all the same actors in like Uh four or five different stories. We don't do the part thing where like they cut interconnect them all and cut them all up, but you just do like five sessions of D&D, but every session the the person is playing a wildly different character. That would be so fun. I would watch the shit out of that movie. What was that fucking D&D movie branding Megas watch? Oh, Oh, I don't, I don't remember. It, it, it was like one of the characters th- kind of looked like Brandy, but his thing was like, I'm going to play a bard this time, but it kept dying. So he made like a million <laughs> bard character sheets. So every time they die, another one would just pop up on screen. That was just him in like a different colored leotard. That sounds hilarious. I don't remember that. I'm but- playing the bard Jerry. Oh, <clears throat> this is his brother, Terry. <laughs> oh no, I've died. And my name is now Larry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, listen, nobody's seen this shit. So we've got to give a brief explanation of what the story is here. We do. And I'll, I'll, I'll give a very quick summary and then you'll we'll we'll go back and talk about what happens because mm-hmm. there's a lot of inconsequential bullshit in between yeah, the main p- story points. The main story points there's like four things that happen in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. But our main characters are Ridley mm-hmm. and Snails, yes. the two thieves. Yes. Uh, Snails is played by the Wayans brother, brother Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans, yeah. yeah. Um, there is. Was he in Scary Movie? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, I think okay. he's been in a lot of them. Uh, there is the mage whose name I can't remember, but she looks. She starts Pretentia, off something Mar- like Marissa Pretentia or <laughs> something. No, no, her name is literally Pretentia. Yeah. That's the part yeah, that I remember. The ultimate fucking her. She she is a very librarian esque mage, and then as the movie goes, Marina, she slowly like takes lets her hair down takes off her glasses and gets hot and yeah. also and also as that happens becomes more and more useless and damsel in distress no yeah, she doesn't hilarious. become she imi- she was useless from the beginning because the only she cast a spell on the like the good players, guys yeah and then never cast well, a spell no, again she did pass cast two more she cast one at like an opportune moment at the end and then she also she like cast, cast one end. more spell like get them away from the the bad guys she, she grabs she some she the dust off the floor ambiguous zap and, yeah i remember yeah. the zap what's the one other than that the, she did the portal at the beginning that got them away from death okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah 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 uh, so we we've got that uh we also get introduced to dwarf yeah <laughs> um no name elwood elwood is his name they do it say didn't it come once. up yeah. because Elwood is his once. name in the credits <laughs> yeah. because that doesn't come up in the movie. And also, he doesn't do shit in the movie. He hits what? some people with his axe occasionally. He yeah. waits until other people have started hitting people. And then he, then he hits the people around him. He's very polite. And he waits for other people to do story <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that's what a hero does. There is... Elf lady, hot elf lady, hot elf lady, Nordic. with uh, with very booby chest plate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then there's Jeremy Irons. There's Jeremy Irons playing the evil wizard. Playing yes. the guy and trying then, to carry this movie out of the mud. <laughs> He's doing his damnedest. Yeah. And honestly, if every scene had him in it, it would probably be a better movie. I just want him as this character reading lines against uh, the guy who played Green Goblin. Who is that? <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah, I want them both okay. to like toothing up at okay. each other. Here's the thing. At one point, Tom Baker, who like only Doctor Who nerds are going to know this, but yeah. he's, he played the fourth Doctor. Sure. And he has this like super deep basso voice and he can overact like anyone in anyone's business. Yeah. It is a damn shame that we do not have Tom Baker and Jeremy Irons having a scene together. And, and just Tom Baker's in this movie as like a little bit, bit character. Part, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'm the 
druid elf who heals <laughs> yeah. your friend and then that's that i give you a little bit of exposition and send you to where you need Pretty to much. go yeah. um you've also there's one last character i do want to talk about well no okay two more characters oh, i want to talk, talk about, about yeah, I do. but first i just want to mention that you have a girl who is playing the empress who's just like they saw the oh, never-ending story and were like we need the childlike empress in this movie cast someone who looks vaguely the, like the her empress, i thought it was just the, her grown up with boobs now <laughs> the empress does not matter she, she is, doesn't she matter except that it's i like, mean she's more of a character than 90 percent of the fucking party she's more like <laughs> she's more of a character than dwarf that's, that's true. true there yeah. are two instances where i can think of like scenarios that i can think would happen in the actual campaign saying is either most of the players don't show up except every like five weekends or like <laughs> the dm clearly has a favorite player which is Ridley. The main, Ridley. Yeah, yeah, Wrigley. Yeah. And it's like, I wrote this campaign around Wrigley. That's Wrigley right, yeah. is the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, it. that's his his uh, his girlfriend's brother, and so he's got to really make him make yeah. it work for him. Okay, and then the last character is Damodar, who is the, like... The, the villain. The the, villain like, he's the Jeff- Darth Vader to, to, to Profeon's emperor. Right, he's the general who's going out to go command the, shit, troop, yeah. the evil troops and get the MacGuffin. Yeah, exactly. And so the story is that... Ridley and Snails, the thieves, break into mm-hmm. the magic school because... That's where the good money they, is. They had yeah. the thought, hey, there'd be a lot of good shit yeah, to steal in the well, magic school. And they all hate the hierarchy of the mages. The mages, it's, you know, rich versus commoner. Right, yeah, that, yeah. That's yeah. Classic Class shit. warfare classic. Yeah. Uh, Profius is... Profeon. What, Profeon wants to... The, Proteus, the, the, pro, the Proton I, wants yeah. to Profeon overthrow... The Proton. Protoss wants to overthrow... Profion wants to overthrow the Empress yes. because I there's not really a reason given no, no, he just is. wants to she, she wants to make everyone equal. She's yeah, like and mages are not to, superior people and he's like no I'm definitely he's like, superior. No, I like she's a liberal and being a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm evil. Yeah. And so he wants to control all the dragons so that he can basically do whatever he wants. Exactly. And so he needs the the rod of dragon red, control red dragon basically. Control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the scroll that says the the map that says where to go get that rod yeah. is in the, the mage school. Mm-hmm. And so on the same night that Ridley and Snails break into the mage school just to do some classic thieving shenanigans, yeah. mm-hmm. that's the same time that, that Damodar comes and sends Damodar to go steal that map. Yeah. Did anything ever happen to I, I don't know if it was Profius or Damodar's familiar, but the big nosed imp that kept just mm-hmm. laughing just at people. They just kept being there. They just kept then. nothing yeah. ever teleporting showed him in and out at, at yeah. impish okay. time. I wasn't yeah. even very clear on whose like familiar yeah. it was. Yeah, I just I I knew it was one of theirs. I I. Yeah, tell exactly. Um, yeah, so they they do that. The Molina or whatever her name is, she the, like the, the library yeah, Pretentia. She like grabs them and like grabs the scroll. Like when her mentor throws it to her, and she escapes with a magic portal, and they escape Dra- into dragging Ridley and Snails behind her. Exactly because That's she's enchanted them with a, a stupid name. like <laughs> it is, um, and they escape into a trash heap, which is just where dwarf lives. That's apparently. Right. Even though he has a sign on it that says no dwarves allowed yeah. for some reason. Well, and dwarves take every. Everyone, especially other dwarves. <laughs> Those fucking dwarves. <laughs> it's like the Scotsman thing. And, yeah. and I don't know why he teams up with them because there's no like, oh, we've introduced ourselves and had an endearing talk where we've really no. endeared you to our cause. Yeah. He's just like, you fell on my trash pile. So now I'm in your party. And he, Basically, they he just dinger for him. He, yeah, he follows them and he eats a whole bunch of chicken in front of them. That's which really, which really feeds well into the D&D these are style. all player characters because 
I don't give a shit about like really role playing out the interaction right, yeah. for how we got the party together. That's and it was right. Like, oh, you walked past me, and now I'm in your party. Yeah. yeah. And we actually I, go start doing things. I, we all know each other I, already. I eat an entire chicken in front of them all. <laughs> They're impressed. You're laughing, but that's genuinely how my wife like got into her party at the, the setup of her D and D game. Did she really? Yeah, she was uh, like she's playing a barbarian and she's in the bar and one of the other player characters before they've been introduced yeah, is yeah. also in the bar and she's just like, oh yeah, and I'm eating some chicken and uh, I I casually just throw the chicken bones behind me because I'm a messy barbarian <laughs> and they hit this other player character in the head and then they role play like getting mad for a minute and then they were like, okay, now we're friends. <laughs> if that had been an, like what the... The party I was introduced to, there was a particular player there that would have absolutely role-played out killing uh, me. Yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that Why? was- Why? Like, because they have to stay true to their fucking character, man. <laughs> Those people are the, assholes, yeah. and I don't play games the, with them. The very first session that we played with Brian, he had made this character, and- for whatever reason, we had like gotten the deck of many things the previous session, but hadn't like actually used it yet. Until, the very like, he first session, well, then no, he played I, it like it was a continuing oh, thing, yeah. and we brought and him. Apparently, into it. everyone does the, the yeah. deck of many. And he was like, "Sure, yeah, we'll grab, we'll let him like grab at it and, Which and see what he does." Straight up, like that is my favorite shit not now is wild magic. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So. But at the time, he takes one card, it summons a like twentieth level wraith or whatever, and it just murders him on the spot. He's running away. We're all trying to fight it. Yeah. There's one character who has been built to fight things that are way overpowered like yeah. she is constantly wink wink nudge nudge rolling really high and doing like really <laughs> weird shit that uh -huh, like is course. totally in the rules but she's like no I wouldn't do it my character he, he just would not he wouldn't get involved they, they don't in this. know he who this person is and yeah. she's like is on the edge of tears because she can't justify <laughs> fucking yeah no it was it was a bad day that's really lame it was lame so <laughs> then my ninja brother shows up after that <laughs> ninja right. died yeah, that's exactly after I go outside Larry. and have some like D&D &D thing to do. That's right. At, right after Terry died, Larry showed right up. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, in this movie, Dwarf does not have that issue. Dwarf is like, hey, you walked by my trash heap home. I am now your friend. That's right. Yeah. So he joins the party and and this is also when that's when the actual role player shows up that's when snails is like oh there's a hot elf chick i'm gonna go talk to her and she's like i've been looking for someone just like you <laughs> and she just keeps following them around and like offering pretend sage well, wisdom and, and doing nothing else plot wise she, she is the, has been hired by the empress right to, to hunt them down hunt for them some down reason to find to help them on their quest on yeah their quest or whatever she's got to get right? the she's got to get the, the the special like statue or uh, the special thing that will let them now control red dragons as well as gold dragons is what the they're trying they, to do they yeah. decide that the well, they've got the map right, mm. right that was initially in the mages college right, yeah. and and I, Ridley is like, oh, I know ancient, like, my father taught me ancient thieves <laughs> map readers. Specifically, shit. that looks like the uh, wagon wheels my dad used to put together. And the then he locks. puts his hands on it in a, like, on the page in a specific way. My dad used to do this thing. And he used then, to say, biffum, baffum, bopum. Yeah. And yeah. gets teleported into the map. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, after five seconds of, like, her being like, huh, I knew you couldn't do it. And then he's like, Wee. Yeah, exactly. And for oh, some reason, they, when she does they it, they got to play up the will they, won't they between mm -hmm. Ridley and and librarian. There, I have seen a deleted scene of them talking to this wraith. It's just, it's really bad because they didn't finish the special effects, so it's even worse than the rest of the Is movie. Is it wraith in the sense of like 
old play wraith where they're just wearing like a sheet and like eye makeup and shit <laughs> no it's a there is a stick on a like there's a head on a stick that they are talking to and it is like doing a we'll like put on that my voice. yeah exactly <laughs> i'm a scary wraith and you have to go and do this and steal the eye of the agamemnon and get the blah blah through entering the map yes they find out that so the order of events they have to do in order to get mm. this magic rod to save the right. world right yeah is they have to find the eye of the dragon which is a giant ruby mm-hmm. and that will enable them to get into the locate like that's the key that needs to be put in the right socket to right to open get- the door that's gonna get them to where the rod of dragon control is being right. held yes mm-hmm. and so as thieves ridley and snails they're like oh we got to go talk to the master of the thieves guild over here because he'll cause know he's gonna he, know he's where got a special this... trap thing there with where that thing is no they, they're like he'll know where it is if oh, anybody does right. yeah, yeah. And and then they it turns there, out to be in his like, like special trap at... oh that's actually in my basement <laughs> go get it and if Wait, you live it's fine we which need... you think he made the maze but it turns out he found the maze and just built his guild around it right. until someone would show up to be able to do and we, we need think. to talk about what this maze is so <laughs> it's not a maze they have wrong turns and stuff they get to this town and through shenanigans they find their way into the thieves guild yeah. mm-hmm. and they're, they're talking to the leader who's who's got like this posh british accent yeah yeah and he's he's hammy in a good way so he looks like a bad pirate in a bad movie i've like, seen him in something i think he might be in british tv yeah i think he is yeah i think he's but in the Maggie boot anyway he says i've got this maze mm-hmm. the eye the eye of the dragon is at the center of the maze and if you complete it you get the eye of the dragon and they do the classic. Oh, well, how, how many, many people? How many people have beat it before? Nobody. Well, is the eye still fucking there, stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, I want to talk about this maze because mm-hmm. there's yeah. three traps. Three. I was I was about <laughs> to say you'd think that oh it's a giant maze like well, oh there's gonna be so much. Yeah, no, some of the traps should just be that it's a giant maze. Well, and you're okay. You're forgetting there's more oh, than wait, that. There are four. Yeah, because <laughs> the first trap that he he narrowly misses is the butthole pucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sword that pokes up through the floor, but it only pokes up about a foot and a half. Yeah. So like yeah. if you step directly on it, then you'd be in trouble. But Your otherwise, foot would really yeah. hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you're really sure, it, I think we all decided it's a trap primarily for like. Halflings and gnomes. gnomes and dwarves. Yeah, like, yeah. It's really gonna fuck them up. It's the circumciser. I, yeah. I don't get is this guy wants people to win. Yes. yes. But he doesn't help any of them. Well, then, he, then, then like, he loses the idea of, like, oh, if you can get through, like, it's it's fine. Like, without his help. Look, if, if, he's, he's, if he's offering help, then people are like, oh, you want me to do this. You should, like, you're gonna have to pay me and split the proceeds. As exactly. opposed to it being a, hey, you come and he attempt my challenge. He can any of that. And then just not fucking do it. <laughs> like, that's just, his whole shtick, is that he just won't fucking do it and take it. Or he could just, like, go in and take it himself, because it's not that hard of a no, puzzle. No, you can't, you can't <laughs> skip to that part. We've got to go through the traps in order. There's the butthole poker. Yeah. Yes. Immediately after, there are some beams of light that if you... They've got, like, the medieval Axes, light yeah. sensor. Yeah. So if you break the beam of light... The axes, axes come through just start, start swinging start wildly. Yeah. Those are called pendulum sides. Okay. Pendulum sides come through. Sure. Uh, a whole bunch of them. He solves them in what I think is the smart way to solve them. Because I was expecting him to do movie stuff, which is like, oh, parkour, yeah, yeah, roll, yeah. dodge, swerve. Right. Whereas I'm sitting there thinking like, dude, those are slow. You can just like Jump hop on up them. on one and grab yeah. it and ride it across. Uh-huh. And then that's what he does. And so I'm like, oh, okay. He's actually using his noggin here. That's yeah, yeah. smart. And he gets from there to... The, okay. Okay. 
one of my gripes with this movie is that it feels like it's just stealing from a series of other successful yes, movies. Yes, it is. A lot of movies are that. Yeah. True. But this, this one is, one is very yes. blatant. Like, this May scene is just Indiana Jones. Yeah. That that light thing is literally in Indiana Jones. The the next trap that he runs into is, like, the pressure plate room where mm-hmm. if you step yeah. on the wrong pressure plate... It's all eyeballs for happen. some reason because yeah. eyeballs mean fire. I, I don't know what that was about. But yeah, like he's got to step on the red eyes to get through yeah, this maze. He finds which one's the correct one. Which he, he takes way too long for like each step. After like, he initially figured it out. Yeah, you think he'd just be, just be like, running pop, across. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair to him, a couple of them are spinning. So like you don't want to step on those. But it's not like they spin fast. Did they ever show the wall having spikes or fire on it? It's just pushing he him. He should so. have just rode it. I th- no, yeah. no, okay. We thought that because at one point, so he enters the room and there's all the tiles. And if you step on the wrong tiles, a jet of fire just shoots out and kills you, right? And eventually he takes too long and the the far, the back wall starts pushing him forward. And he's like, oh, it's either going to force him to step on something wrong because he's having to make a choice too fast. He picks the wrong one. Right. Or... It's going to squish him. Now, there's, yeah. there's which, a door at the other end, and has, we're thinking to ourselves, look, this wall doesn't have any pressure plates on it. He could just grab onto the giant, like, eyeball mural right. and just ride it across. But about half the room away from the exit, the door starts closing at the yeah. end of the room. Yeah. So he doesn't have time to ride the wall there. He's got to run and do the dive and jump thing, even though, like, again... It's not that hard to just like, oh, is that eye red? Step on yeah. that eye. They're step, bigger step, than step, all step. the other eyes that he steps on. Exactly. Curse my colorblindness. <laughs> they have a distinct design for colorblind people. <laughs> That's Curse true. my lack of pattern recognition. <laughs> my low perception on this thief. Anyway, so he gets through that room finally. And, and he, he gets and, to. And we're just on the last trap. There's only four traps in this maze. Mm-hmm. The yeah. last trap is a tiny, a tiny little hand like pokes out of the wall and it's got a sand dial and it turns or, or a sand hourglass right? yeah sand yeah. dial yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm, what time is it effective what is it sand o'clock <laughs> if you enjoyed this much of the episode and want to hear the rest of it sub to us on patreon uh it helps us out a ton and for a buck a month you get all sorts of bonus content including the rest of this episode some patreon exclusive episodes and early access to all our shit definitely go check it out patreon.com thanks <laughs>